BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good afternoon, oh. Millennials. Sorry. Good afternoon, Millennials. Hope everybody's having a good day. Um, there is no scheduled episode of The Toast. As you guys know, today is Columbus Day, so we didn't have an episode planned, but Jackie and I felt like... Compelled. Compelled. To do an episode. Yeah, given everything that's going on in Israel. And to make it a separate episode from tomorrow's episode where... We hope to be able to do our right. show as usual, but like we're not the same girls we were on Friday. Show. Yeah, things are very much fluid in terms of like toast scheduling. It just feels so unimportant. No, we'll do shows. Yeah, of course. But of I'm course. just saying like the tone and the tenor of them. Yeah, it might not be like what you've come to, to be hope used for to from us. And as much as like we love to bring light on days that are dark, there are some days that are too dark. Yeah. And the light can't get through, and like that's how we feel right now. And this episode is just meant to be like a conversation about October 7th in Israel, yeah. what happened, the facts of what happened, because from what I've seen on social media, not everyone knows or else no. they'd be speaking differently if right. they fucking knew right. what happened, what's happening on social media and in the media and the disappointing response from in America. so many celebrities, influencers, morons, and facts. how we feel about it. Yeah, so for those who may not know, Jackie and I are sisters, we are Jewish, we are extremely proud Zionists. We have visited Israel many, many times. It is the homeland of our people. We are huge supporters of Israel. Um, and on Saturday morning, which as most people know is Shabbat for, for the Jewish community, it was also um, a holiday. It was... Shemini Atzeret. Yes, thank you. Um, which is a very holy day. So if you are observant at all, like you're not on your phone, you're not watching TV, mm -hmm. you're just in the holiday celebrating. We uh, we woke up later to find out, but at 6 a.m. Um, in Israel, Israel was attacked by Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. People on social media are going to try and paint it as something else, but don't get it twisted. Hamas is a terrorist organization, an organization of terrorists. That's not a hot take. It's not a hot that take. That is what they are. They're, they don't do anything else. They don't do any school charitable building, work. charitable works. They commit acts of terror for decades against Israel, against the Jewish people all over the world. And Saturday morning was the, Saturday was the deadliest day for the Jewish people since the Holocaust. So in addition to thousands of rockets that were fired from Gaza into Israel, Terrorists on foot invaded invaded Israel. Invaded Israel. Neighborhoods, residential homes, places of business. There was a music festival happening in the south. Um, it was called the Festival of Peace, where thousands of Jewish Israelis, tourists from out of the country, Christian Israelis, Muslim Israelis, gay Israelis, straight Israelis. It was a a festival for peace. People, par uh, excuse me, not people, terrorists paraglided in and just. I don't even know what the right word is. Massacred. It was a massacre. There are now, as of today, we're recording this episode on Monday afternoon, there are now about 900 people dead, 
Over 100 of them have been captured and kidnapped, mm-hmm. mostly. Not 100 of them. 900 Sorry. people dead. Over another 100. Another 100 have been kidnapped, kidnapped and taken back to Gaza, mostly women, children, elderly, and elderly. people. Um, there's so and much over 2000 are wounded yes. and that's not just like oh I twisted my ankle oh I was like, shot that's a life-threatening wound your life will never be the same that's 2000 people yeah um and it just hasn't stopped since then so it's now day three of war it's a war a full-blown war the state of Israel which is the homeland of the Jewish people our people is under attack and as if that wasn't like harrowing enough to wake up on Saturday and and I think as a person who is Jewish and supports Israel and follows what goes along in Israel. We are very sadly accustomed to like waking up some mornings and hearing about rockets or terrorist attacks or stabbings or you know suicide bombers blowing up buses. So it's not uncommon to wake up to news like that. However, on Saturday, I think we all felt like this seismic shift, like how different this was. It was a full-blown war. It wasn't just like a rogue terrorist no. or a one-time thing. It was, was all over. They made it into Jerusalem, which is you know much more north. It is a full-scale attack on Israel. They're calling it Israel's 9-11, but the scale of the attack when adjusted for the size of the population of the USA, the amount of people that were killed in Israel, that would be the equivalent of 25,000 Americans dying in one day, which has not happened. So this is catastrophic. I'm sure some people have seen videos. They're really um, hard to watch. But you have to watch them. You have to see what they're doing or else you you wouldn't believe it. And it's easy right. to turn your a blind eye to it. But if you've seen it, there's no other side. At this point, all this time people are like, you know, there's two sides. At this point, you either support Zionism or you support terrorism. That's it. Yeah. Some of the footage is horrifying. And just hearing firsthand accounts, you know, I've seen a lot of like, uh, people whose daughters or fathers are missing or kidnapped and they're, what they're going through is unimaginable. I think um, it's not a question as to why so many of the people kidnapped were young women. These young women are being raped and they're being tortured and their families are being called so that they can hear their daughters and their mothers and their sisters and their aunts being raped over the phone. Like these are the most, being kidnapped is one of the most horrifying experiences ever, but you're being kidnapped by the most evil people in the world and they are doing unthinkable things at every turn everything that they are doing is completely barbaric first of all coming in invading homes going house to house butchering families if they couldn't get into the house they burned down the house until families ran out capturing the women and children the the vulnerable the elderly a holocaust survivor right imagine surviving the holocaust and, and, and then living through this paragliding into a music festival raping the women, capturing them, holding them captive, if not killing them, then kidnapping them back to Gaza, calling their families on the phone and mocking them, going into an elderly person's house, murdering her, taking a picture of it and posting it to her Facebook wall for her grandchildren to see. It doesn't get more evil than this. If you don't see that, that this is good versus evil and you feel ambiguous and you need a bit of grace to find the time and the words, I have no time for you. Yeah, so as if like waking up on Saturday like wasn't traumatizing enough, like seeing all this footage, hearing from people on the ground what's what exactly is going on, and then having to adjust and and, and receive what's being said here in America. I honestly, I it's so disappointing and it's it makes the situation so much worse. And the fact that there's this weird social media like rule where like if you say I support Israel if you I'm a proud Zionist and I think in recent years there has been like an intentional um campaign to make the word Zionist be a a four-letter word like you support Zionism they're equating it saying you're a white supremacist which is just beyond moronic because I can't even get into how white supremacy 
everyone in Israel is brown. So this is not like a white. This a, is not a race thing. Right. Especially when the terrorists, they don't, they're, they're there to kill Jews. But they're there to kill anyone who stands for freedom. It, people don't even and realize. And right now that's Israel, but you don't even realize that's you too. Right. And the it, people who are advocating for Hamas, like they're coming for you too. Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. So I know that's, that's kind of like a, just a thing people say, but like what it actually means is like if you're a gay person and you want to live in the Middle East, there's really only one option for you, and that's Israel. If you're a woman who wants to literally do anything and you you want to live in the Middle East, there's only one option for you. So to, to live in a culture that's, you know, that is so wonderful where we love gay rights, women's human rights, rights, human rights, just basic, basic things to see people who advocate for that being like, well, I need to read an article before it's really complicated. It's really not fucking complicated. It's, not it's so disappointing. And I, I hate to put so much emphasis on like what I'm seeing on social media because it's so unimportant, but it, but it's not. No, because it's twofold and it's a twofold war. It's like the war on the ground and then this our reaction to it. The public, the war for public opinion. And and the thing is like, these things matter. And I'm, I, at the end of this, we'll talk about how people can support Israel and like, what can they do? But just supporting Israel, it means so much to your Jewish friends, but just to the cause in general. It the should fact mean a that, lot to you. That it's not unequivocally, like there was a terrorist attack. It was the most gruesome thing, like something out of the middle ages. Like, yeah pillaging of villages, raping, raping of women. the women, taking them as like war trophies, parading them, toddlers. parading them through the streets naked. Right. Raping it's, them, killing them, and then literally tying their body to the back of your truck as some sort of symbol. And dancing on their dead, naked bodies. Spitting the fact on them. that it's not unequivocal that you're going to condemn it. Instead, we need time to contextualize what there's no, first of all, if you want to go get your context, Israel is still right. But after you do that, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. If you want to talk about the history and who the land belongs to, it's still Israel. But if you want to go read some article that will convince you that it belongs to Palestine, which is a name that was the land was called by by the Roman Empire after they conquered it from Israel, you're right. It does always go back to the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire. The Roman Empire is what it, they conquered the land of Judea from the Jews. They called it Syria, Palestina. And this has been happening ever since. And right. who called it the land of Palestine? The British. Right. It was a British mandate. So, so if you if you do want to go get the context, go ahead. Just make sure you get your facts straight. Right. But regardless of that, if you see what you saw, there is no justification or contextualization that makes anything like this relatively okay. And if you can't unequivocally denounce it, that was bad. But if there's a but at the end of your sentence, fuck off. Fuck off. All you the way. Are you are evil. You are on the side of evil. All it takes is for you to see those videos and be a fucking human being to know that that's wrong. It has been enormously disappointing and actually really like scary to see the amount of people with platforms, the amount of people who you know you work at Vogue. Like these are people. The with, girl with the boots. The girl with the boots. <laughs> the girl who Kanye made fun of her boots. boots. Yeah, they were fucking ugly, and she's <laughs> the worst. Right. So these are people with enormous power, enormous platforms. Mm -hmm. the these are people with with responsibility to to do the right thing. Seventy and, student groups at Harvard. Like it's and. and and I feel like for a lot of times as a Jewish person who is aware of anti-Semitism, you really feel like you're shouting into a void. Like we know academia is incredibly anti-Semitic. Like there are so many instances of Jewish students feeling so incredibly unsafe on campuses. So many hate Not just crimes. feeling unsafe, being, being unsafe. unsafe. So many hate crimes. Like we know this. And I think unless you're in it, like all of this sounds crazy. It sounds like there's no way Harvard, but like there is. And, and the Jewish community has been trying to tell you this for years and you haven't been listening. And now it takes, it takes raping, it takes murdering, but it takes kidnapping for maybe so for you to open your eyes. Maybe, but it's so crazy that all of this and it's not an unequivocal, con uh, unequivocal, unequivocal yes. condemnation yeah. of Hamas. 
Yeah, no, it's it's insane. And I, I have to say that um, I feel actually really proud. This part's like obviously going to make me cry. I feel really proud that like you and I are so um, like proud of our Judaism and our support for Israel because I really feel like that is translated to the toaster community. Like, and I, I know most of our listeners aren't Jewish. We have a lot of Jewish listeners and, and we love you and appreciate you. But the beauty of the toast is that it's really for everyone. Like no matter who you are, what your religion is, like you can enjoy the toast. We love you. You love us. And the the support from the toaster community and like the 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 energy to think critically and the energy to do research and and to not just believe what moronic celebrities with enormous platforms are saying it it's, it brings great comfort to me and it makes me feel really proud of the community that we've built yes and it doesn't go unnoticed and I just really appreciate it and I think I'm even more um, incentivized or um, what's the word I'm looking for activated to keep doing it because it's it's rewarding to see and it's just a small corner of the internet and of social not media small, Turdy. not that small but I do feel like it makes an impact and, to I, smart list. and I really appreciate it I really do no I appreciate it too I've gotten so many kind messages so many horrible messages I hope all you Jews die and Hitler was right all, all of that but to me that's less shocking no than, than, how, than, the than the outpouring of love and just all of these toasters in the community who have learned so much from us including learning how to go out and think for Be yourself an and see and find information. But what's also crazy, it's like, yeah, the celebrities are morons. They post dumb shit and they regurgitate the same, you know, weak mm, graphic. What was it? And we need to make space. Yeah, right. We need right. to make space. Um, but it's the media too. And, the media, the, and the media is the worst. And they set the tone that trickles down. Mm -hmm. But their headlines, I posted on my story this newsletter that I- Call them out. What's their name? Need to know newsletter bought by Cheddar. So it's Cheddar's need to know. I've been a subscriber You're for always promoting 10 it. years. I always talk about my newsletter. I found this story in my newsletter. By the way, they've always been horrible, awful about <laughs> Israel. Like, you know, always if uh, uh, Gaza la launches rockets and Israel retaliates, Israel it storms Gaza with rockets. So it's never like the, the whole truth, but like that's what you come to expect from the media. So where am I going to get a newsletter that doesn't say that really? Right. But the fact that this on Monday morning, what I posted to my Instagram, you know, Israel at war, Israel uh, rains right. rockets down on Gaza. Are, Declares war. No mention. It was a slaughter fest. Yeah. Blood lust, like, like we've never seen in our lifetimes or in this century. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. And I think a really important context I just have started to fucking hate that word because it's just um this is an excuse no, no it's like it's just an excuse for people but you know what go get your context wait here's context go read some fucking history. and actually maybe even context wasn't the right word it's uh like a detail because what's so terrible about this whole situation is the amount of civilian casualties like if you enlist in the army like it's a it you know it's a risk and you know that war is it's between army versus army. army and I, I heard a mother um her it's such a terrible story her two daughters were kidnapped. They were in an apartment together. They called their mom. They're like, someone's trying to break in. Someone's trying to break in. And she heard the whole thing over the phone. 12-year-old and 16-year-old still missing. And what she had said, which was really chilling, is like, even war has rules. And they have just thrown every war, every rule, every, you know, moderately, war is terrible. But, you know, you do certain things to, to minimize civilian casualties. Yeah. It's like rules of engagement. Right, thank These you. These are war crimes. Right. And what's so crazy is... Israel is for always... Years, Israel's always accused of war crimes... Israel is the most humane military on the planet. Before they drop a bomb on the house of a terrorist who just killed a bunch of innocent civilians, they drop pamphlets. They on send the videos. And they say, go, run. Even, even this weekend, yep. Netanyahu is telling civilians to get out because things are going to get crazy. And so the detail I wanted to mention is Hamas, this terrorist organization, can't say that enough times, um, they know this. 
and they know that how to get around that. So what do they do? They stash all their weapons in civilian homes. They have their headquarters, like a, a bunch of high-ranking officials. Their office is in a residential building. They use their kids as human shields. They make their civ civilians the casualties so that they can paint a picture, a propaganda picture, being like, look what was done. You were given warning. You were told exactly what time and where you were going to be attacked. And what did you do? You flocked there with your civilians. It's so intentional. And so this storyline, it's always like, oh, Israeli IDF, they kill children. They actually go out of their way to do the exact opposite, but their enemies make it impossible to do so. Just keep that in mind when you see these, these headlines and these numbers. Yeah. Hamas doesn't give a shit about the people who live in Palestine. They don't give a shit. Israel cares more about the people who live in Palestine who just want to live their fucking lives. Israel cares more about them than Hamas does. So stop defending Hamas. If you give a shit, if you want peace, if you, if you want, want coexistence, you're never going to win on the side of Hamas. Don't be fucking stupid. And I know it's hard for a lot of you. I know. I, and I, I sympathize with that as a stupid bitch. But I'm not that <laughs> stupid. I know it's hard for you. But get a grip. Look around. No, and they'll make it like it's about the land. In 2005, people want to talk about an ethnic cleansing. Right. In 2005, there was an ethnic cleansing of every single Jew who lived in Gaza, who had a house there, who bought a home. A community, a shul, a school. Pulled, pulled from their homes. It they was horrible got, to watch. And the Israeli government said, this is what we're going to do. We want peace. Like, get everyone out. get out of Gaza. This belongs to the Palestinians. Get out. And what did they do? They used it as a, a launching pad. A terrorist hotbed. And the people of Gaza elected Hamas as their leadership. Like it's, this is what happened. And the fallout in America, and I think it's like, it's, it's dumb to even talk about it because it's so far away, but what Israel represents in the Middle East is exactly what America represents. Freedom of religion, love who you love. Like it's a free place. Yeah. And so to see the response in America in Times Square yesterday, hundreds of people Across supporting. The country. Yeah, I know, but like in New York, it yeah. feels even scarier. Like the largest, the largest population of Jews outside of Israel yeah. is New York, L.A., Chicago, everywhere. Hundreds of people showing up, so excited about this, cheering. This was a success for them. You're cheering for rape. You're cheering for murder. They call them freedom fighters. The last thing on earth that they want is, is freedom. freedom for you. It, it's it is imperative to support Israel as an American. Like, Israel is the America of the Middle East. And if you don't get that, then I can't help you. Um, but it's as simple as that. Yeah. If, and if you, if you stand for women's rights, If you stand gay for rights, gay rights, if you stand for human rights. Human rights, if you value a human life, there is no choice here. And it's so hypocritical and contradictory that some people will Who, go so hard, hard for that for, in America. For one cause can't even see how their cause would be treated yeah by the people they're supporting and i think uh another thing and i really i don't subscribe to this notion of like social media activism agreed i i, I believe that you can really care about something and not post about it and it doesn't mean you don't care even if you have a platform like i agreed. don't i don't subscribe to that notion but that is the culture that we live in. Like, if you don't post X, you're marked as X. Well, you here's know? how I, yes, how I feel about it is. But that you, logic doesn't apply it, to this. It doesn't apply here because I feel as if you are someone who uses your Instagram to talk about every cause under the sun, I'm hearing from you about the Ukraine, BLM, right. then this is your time to, then you have to post about this. Well, so, war right, has so been when, waged. So when everybody, when you do every, every cause, and then the Jewish one doesn't get the same energy. It makes you think, well, what is the root of this lack of energy? Right. And it's an egregious thing. And I feel like up until this point, I've never felt so 
adamant about people having to post when they're people who do activism on their social media. If you've never posted about anything, I don't really care what you're doing. That's not who you are. Right. And that's that's fine. kind of fine. No, that is fine. Sorry. I'm not like unfollowing anyone who didn't post. Right. But the people who post for everything and, and then they don't this. post about this. It and only this, leads and, us to one conclusion. And it's not. And I feel like when in 2021, there was a war of the Rockets war. Yes. Trevor Noah called them their pesky little brother. Right. Imagine your pesky little brother running yeah. around raping, pillaging. Right. Murdering. <sighs> Has he said anything? I don't know. It's We are keeping Adam a list. To the list. <laughs> no, there are like a few celebrities. And it's so dumb to me. And I don't agree. Like the fact that if you want to stand with Israel, that's considered like a hot take. And like you can get canceled for it. That's not like the approved Instagram. Which is so crazy. You should get canceled for, for sympathizing with Hamas. Yeah. For sympathizing with the people who paraglide into a music festival and slaughter the innocent civilians. And, and rape the women. The women, rape them and kidnap them. Those are not the good people in this story. Right. So the, the, the sheer fact that like supporting Israel is this sort of brave thing to do. I don't agree with it, but it is the reality of, the, uh, of social media. And now I just, like there, you will never find me in my life saying a bad word about Amy Schumer. Like there are certain people who like, they, they risked what they had, Sophia Richie. Like, they, 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 it's unfortunately a risk. It's moronic, and I don't give a fuck. I'll post everything. But I understand for some people, like, who are a little bit more removed from it, like, there's a risk. Yeah. And so there are a few people whom I have enormous respect for now and will be a fan of and will see their movies and purchase their skincare. Like, you have a fan in me forever, Jamie Lee Curtis, because it's so... It's, it is brave. Yeah. There are a few people who I have lost all respect for, Kylie. Yeah. Kylie. There's a lot of people. Posted and deleted. I don't really want to like. Chris Queen. Chris Queen. Posted and kept it up. Twice. Posted twice. Let's talk about the posting and deleting because I actually think that's worse than not posting at all because it's like you saw everything. You saw everything and you were compelled enough to to post, post, obviously. But a couple messages and you're a coward. A couple. And and those messages were more important to you than what you saw with your own two eyes of what they did. Yeah. I really want to say some people's names. Say some names. They posted it. It's public information. Yeah, the posting and deleting is, without a doubt, like, it's humiliating. Yeah, you stand for nothing. You stand for nothing. Like, in times like this, it's really important to realize how, like, none of this matters. How many people listen to your podcast? It doesn't fucking matter. How many Instagram followers you have? I'm sure I have lost so many followers. Like, I don't give a fuck. And if you do, like, my God, your priorities are fucked. And we were talking yesterday. You were saying how it's most disappointing from someone like Kylie. Yes, okay. It's most disappointing from someone like Kylie. I'm going to use the example of, like, Sophia Richie and Kylie. Oh, no, I don't think... I think Sophia Richie is... Oh, yeah, they're the same. No, I think they're a little different. Let me tell you why. Okay. Kylie is a billionaire. She is A-list probably till the day she dies, even if she never posted another... Like, she is eternally famous, eternally successful... Nobody can really hurt her. You have nothing to lose. You know, you don't have brand deals being like, oh, we don't want this. Like, yeah. And then you, your whole month is empty of right, income. And you can't make your rent. Right. I have no respect for her posting and deleting because that's a person who is untouchable. When I look at Sophia Richie, this is a person relatively new to the A-list. Like, she's at her peak right now. She might not be at this peak forever. And even at her peak with so many people watching and really a lot to lose, she was adamant in her support for Israel. Like, that to me is so respectable and so honorable. And someone like Kylie, who's untouchable. Like, what are you going to do? Like, What's going to happen? What's going to happen to you? Nothing. To delete is so enormously disappointing. And I guess it really shouldn't be surprising, honestly. Like, I feel like I've definitely had blinders on for Kylie for many years. And, like, it, it shouldn't be surprising. It's No, it's surprising that you had the balls enough to post. And then none whatsoever. Yeah. 
And it's like, you know at this point that supporting Israel is the controversial take. So you posted it. Right, like you, you, you had the thought. It's, it's like kind of Ashton and Mila. Like you knew, you, you had the thought process you were going to make a tough decision. You did it. You thought it through. And then you took it back. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Chris left her post up. Chris left her post. And it's, I hate that, like, it's so unimportant that, like, I'm putting value and stock in what's celeb. But it, it changes the discourse. It does. It, it does. makes an impact. No, it, especially in this situation where I feel like a lot of times when everyone's posting for a cause, it's like, there is no other side. It's really. meaningless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's, what's the Fruitless. Fruitless. No, what's the word? We, oh, performative. Yes. Because, like, what is this doing? This is it's doing nothing. True. It actually, it, right. But this, when you post in support of Israel, like, it helps, it, it helps change tides like to see I feel like most people if they don't if Israel isn't top of mind for them they're not Jewish they're not thinking up, about the Middle East all the right, time and they're not like up to date in Jewish history and you just look at the media like you really could find fault with Israel so then to see like people that you follow that you respect or even friends of yours even if you don't have a following just to see like oh there is a lot of support for Israel maybe I should look into this right no it, it, it moves helps. the needle it moves the needle it is so important right now like social media activism in this moment is so important for because, Israel's cause. Because for some reason it's not black and white. Right. For people. Right. Like it's not like there's an obvious. <coughs> My God, excuse me. Oh. <coughs> Sneezed on it twice. Like it's it's true. when everyone was posting for the Ukraine, I didn't see anyone post for Russia. Right. No, it was like that was almost performative because it's like obviously. <laughs> so like, but, but, but it's not so obvious now. And so I don't know. I just, I hate to put such importance on it, but I do feel like it actually changes hearts and minds and it warms hearts for people like us right and there's so many people like us who feel so alone and so shocked and, and devastated heartbroken every feeling under the sun and when you see that people support you it matters it really does and so a lot of the outreach from people who follow me in the toasters has been like what can we do to help and honestly I, I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to this I have felt like this general feeling of uselessness like I, I should be in Israel. Like, I, I literally want to enlist in the army. Like, I, it's just this uselessness and, and like, an oaf. What am I doing here? Like, my people are literally being slaughtered. And Ben has a lot of family in Israel. Thank God they happen to be in London. But there are so many Americans with deep, direct connections, friends, family. A lot, most of the kids from my high school spent the year uh, after high school, before college, in Israel. Like, half the people, and if, if you're wondering, like, why, why should I care? Why does this affect me? Well, you should care because you're a human being. But two... A lot of the victims are American. A lot of the hostages are hostages from Mexico. They're hostages, hostages from Nepal. This isn't just an attack on the Jews. And if you don't care because it's Jewish, well, you should look into that. But if you need a reason <laughs> to care further, this is not just an Israel thing. There are people from all over the world who have been killed. There are people from all over the world who have been raped. There are people, the girl, well, and I'm mean, sure you saw her picture, beautiful girl from Germany who came to the festival. She's from Germany. She's yeah. not even Israeli. Yeah. Actually, I believe she's a dual citizen. But what I'm saying is, this is a, Israel is because it's such a fabulous, welcoming place. Is a place for everyone. Right. So the victims are everyone. But don't get it twisted. This is very much about Jews. And so if you don't care, or if you're finding a reason to contextualize or doubt or say but, just admit that you don't give a shit about Jewish people dying. It would save us a lot of time. I don't want to read your statements. You're not a good writer. You're not <laughs> smart. I don't want to read it to so just say honestly, the Jews are not for me. I would honestly respect that fucking more than lying. Yeah. Than lying. But what about? Shut up. Also, in the same breath that they say death to Israel, they say death to America. So this has to do with you. Right. Like, it's you next. If you don't do something. So in terms of people wanting to reach out, we have a fundraiser currently for Magen Vida Dome, which is a fabulous organization. Um, that is helping injured, wounded victims on the ground. They need money for resources. EMTs, paramedics. Uh, Medicine. Ambulances. 
everything. We're almost at $200,000, which is amazing. We are going to close the fundraiser. Maybe I heard after- some people want to donate to UNICEF. Save your money. Flush <laughs> it down the toilet. It, would it be better suited if you did that? <laughs> okay. Um, on the ground. We'll on post the ground. Yeah. on the Toast Instagram. Yes. Um, a couple Resources. verified organizations that you can donate if you want to help people on the ground. There are so many wounded. Unfortunately, there are going to be more. more. And this will help them get the tools that they need. And it's really important to know that the, uh, most of the hospitals in Israel, especially ones in the South, are treatment centers for everyone. And that includes civilians injured in Palestine. Like that's the, that's the energy in Israel. It's not the same. You're an injured person walking into Gaza. Best of luck well, to you. Well, you didn't walk in on your own accord. That's right. That's for sure. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's how we feel. That's what's going on. We wanted to take, like, I, I honestly, like, I feel like there are so few people who advocate for Israel and it just wouldn't have felt right to like do this and then like dive into an episode. I'm actually really glad we had today off. Yeah. Um, so we could just sit and like dedicate time and let this episode sit. We'll see what happens with the rest of the week. We will be on all week. We'll be doing shows for sure. You know, we've got sponsors. <laughs> but um, thank you for listening for real. Yeah. And thank you to the toasters who have really just been fabulous. I've never been more proud Proud to of be the head toaster that we've built. Yeah, for real. Like it, it really means the world to us, to Jewish people everywhere, to human beings everywhere. So Just check our Instagram. Keep sharing, keep correcting people. Yeah. And keep. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. These, like. I keep wanting to say animals, but like Theo's an animal. And Theo's. Animals care. Precious. Animals love. Animals have empathy. These are it's barbarians. I honestly feel like that's an insult to barbarians. Wild beasts. I don't, I don't know what the right word is, but. I'm not good with the Ana, words. It's subhuman. Yeah. But I feel like Ariana took the meaning out of that word. Ariana Maddox. <laughs> yeah, when she called Raquel subhuman. Yeah, that's actually For sleeping so with true. her man. Right, right. Perspective. Perspective. So thank you guys for listening. We adore you all. We will be back uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And have a great day. And I'm Yisrael Chai. I'm Yisrael Chai, baby.